Hey, everyone. Your designers are here. I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Soulful Home. We have tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today. So let's get started. This is episode 250, Design Decisions That Will Help You Sell Your House. And the show notes for today's episode can be found at decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 250. 250? That's crazy. <laughs> I know. What happened? We've been talking, talk talking and talking and talking. That's so fun. It's been so great. I'm I can't believe we have 250 uh, podcast episodes out there in the universe. I uh, hope everyone's enjoying them as much as we are. <laughs> um, if you do say so yourself. If I do say so myself. One of my favorite pastimes is, uh, and I don't know what this says about me, is I look love looking at houses for sale in the mountains. Not that we're looking to buy, but I love looking at them. And You've it's already very- bought, so you're good. Uh, yeah, I know, but I enjoy looking at the houses. And the thing uh-huh. I've noticed is that some of them can look pretty dated pretty fast. And there's some things that people can do to update. And you think that house looks like it was designed yesterday. Or there's just certain things that I'm looking for and certain things that I think if, if the house doesn't have it, this is the sort of thing that I would want to redo. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're talking about today are the things that you can do to your house that would really help it sell and that you can enjoy now. But these are things that are kind of really things that buyers are looking for today. Well, you don't have to be wanting to put your house on the market, uh, but these are some things that you might want to keep in mind as you enjoy your home and live in it for years and years and years, because frankly, someday you probably will sell it. Um, so you want to be making smart decisions as you go along and maybe look at your home as a prospective buyer would. And so that's what we're hoping to impart to you today when we go through some ideas and concepts and, and decisions. So I think one of the first things that came to mind for me is stainless steel appliances. And it seems like most houses that I see for sale right now do have stainless steel appliances. And it doesn't have to be stainless. I mean, there are some nice kitchens, white kitchens with white refrigerators and so forth. But I think the uh, stainless steel appliances in the kitchen will help you sell your home faster. Yeah, I think it's some, there's... It's just like a check mark. You'd be like, check stainless appliances. You know, and I think that it just says something. It For whatever reason, you could have a more expensive white refrigerator, a better, uh, you know, more well-respected brand of white refrigerator as compared to a stainless. But there's something like on that, you know, they're only going to be in your house a couple of minutes. It's that visual impact that it it gives the sense that it's a higher-end kitchen. It really does. And here, I'm glad you said that, Kelly, because even though selling and buying and buying a house is one of the biggest decisions you will ever make in your life, a lot of it, believe it or not, is an emotional feeling. Yeah. Because really, how long are they going to stay in your house? It's kind of weird if they, somebody stays in your house at an open house or with a realtor more than, you know, 20 minutes? That's even long. You know, unless they're in the, the, you know, I'm coming back now to look the third time, I'm going to put in an offer. But when they're just coming through to look, and they might not want to come back for the next look if these mental 
uh, checks of not going off in their head. You know, if they're not seeing what right. they want to see, they're Didn't not going to come back. There was one house you looked at and the realtor brought you in between the planes or the trains or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was our apartment in New York. It was in between the buses. And I had no idea there was a bus route running right in front of the apartment. Did you rent it? Oh, we bought it, baby. Oh, you bought it. And then you're like, <laughs> okay, Surprise! don't tell anybody. I sold some, I sold it to somebody else when the bus was on, you know, taking a lunch break too. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Our previous episode was on surprise elements. So you really had a surprise yeah, element. I there. did. I did. I had the crosstown bus coming up Madison Avenue right in front of my apartment. Oh my goodness. Well, but the thing is, is you have to play the uh play to that sense of Oh, what, what will, how will they feel about it? How will they like it? Not, I mean, it's great to have a dry basement and you certainly want to do that, but you just can't believe how much of our feeling and emotion goes into buying a house. So you want to do everything you can, just even like putting a stainless steel appliances in because they seem more up to date and upscale. Yeah. And Anita, as far as what you said, how you kicked off the show. I don't think there's anything weird about wanting to look in every single house that you're able to get into. Oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> I love looking at houses, but Me you know, too. definitely, you know, tire kicking. And I have a friend who she is, they, they end up buying houses a lot and they flip them sometimes and use them or if they're, a kid goes to school in a certain place, she's like, well, we bought them the house, you know, and they're, when I posted something when we were in Asheville the other day, she commented on my Instagram. My uh, friend's son is a real estate agent in Asheville. If you need any, <laughs> you need any assistance, you know, so you are not alone uh, in like liking to look at houses. Um, I love to look inside people's houses. If I see an open house in my neighborhood, I pop in mm-hmm. just whirl oh, around. Yeah. Well, and part of it too is I'm looking to see. Are, is there something in a house that I can add? Cause you know, the house that we have in the mountains, I, it's, it's plain vanilla and it's just asking for details. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of looking to say, do I add these details? Or if I found just the perfect, perfect house, we mm-hmm. might sell that house and buy a different one. So far though. Oh, you're open. That view. Oh, I don't I'm know. That well, no, it amazing. would have to have an amazing view of the mountains. Mm-hmm. No, that's a, that's a deal breaker. It has well, to have here's, that. Here's something that I think, um, you really need to think about when you're selling your house, if you have wall-to-wall carpeting, the impression that's going to make, mm, mm-hmm. you know, even if it's nice, people are a little turned off these days with wall-to-wall carpeting and you're maybe not so much in the bedrooms, but definitely in the living spaces. So that if you're planning maybe the next five or so years to sell your house, maybe look into if you have wall-to-wall carpeting and having um, hardwood installed and enjoying it while you're living there and then selling it because that's going to be something that will never go out of style. Well, and that's a good point. I mean, I'm not sure how much of this I would do just to sell my house. I mean, these are the kind of things that, and I'm not, we're not suggesting that you do these things just to sell your house, but we're suggesting it, to feel confident if you do these things that not only can you enjoy them, but the way the market is now, it will definitely help you sell your house as well. Right. Then you'd be making good design decisions. Yeah. If that's exactly what I was going to say. If you're not in the market to sell your house, you can, you, these are wonderful things that you can do to your house with an eye towards selling down the road and really with an eye towards just enjoying life in an updated home. Mm-hmm. And then, and so and something that I've been looking for that is hard to find around there are freestanding tubs. I mean, that is just something that I love. 
but it's really something that's kind of in the newer, newer homes. And it really depends on the market if they're in there, but that's something that a lot of people are looking for. Yeah. If you, know, you have um, a bathroom with the, one of those giant jacuzzi tubs where you press tub. the button and everything, you know, the whole world starts to, to gyrate, you know, <laughs> and people think to themselves, I don't want that. I'll probably never use that. And how will I get it out of here? You know, so hmm, you might want to put last one thing. in if you've got one. No, See what I'm saying? No. See all this stuff, the carpet, that, the, um, and the the garden tub that's what the house in North Carolina has right now so mm-hmm. you know because we're looking you, at a mm-hmm. lot of work there's a lot of also things, yeah. we talk about this so 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 often keeping those wall colors neutral mm-hmm. and keeping them neutral throughout the house mm-hmm. you know um mm-hmm. i know that i know that there's like interesting detail or oh gosh that's a beautiful color of blue but that may not be a beautiful color of blue to somebody else. And the more blank slate it can look that they can put themselves in that house, the better off you are when you, when you go to sell it. Yeah, I think you're right. I, it's, you don't want to go too, you know, specific to your tastes, uh, you know, unless it has a broad, I mean, just the more you add color, for example, the more you're going to just narrow down who might be interested mm-hmm. in the house. Of course, and, it can be painted over, but some people just don't want to even do that. I would right. say most people. I say most people don't have the eye to go, oh, I love the bones of that, and I'm willing to do a lot of the work. Kelly, you're a prime yeah, example. Yeah, see, I'm somebody, such an outlier. You are an this. outlier. I think, give me, you know, what What does the Statue of Liberty say? Give me your, <laughs> Liberty give me or your give jacuzzi me tubs give me and your wall-to-wall <laughs> carpeting. Oh, that's revolutionary. Well, boy, I took it too. That's right. And the... And and the kitchen, it even has the coil top stove. Oh, bring it you on. Don't, you oh. don't see that much anymore. Yeah. yeah. No, you really don't see it. Here's another thing that people might not think about. If your house does not have good Wi-Fi and does not connect, <gasps> what I would suggest that you do, if in fact, you know, certainly while you're living there, I mean, you know, you don't want to have be getting knocked off when you're, you know, talking mm-hmm. to someone on the telephone or have your computer shut down all the time. But if in fact you are thinking about selling your house and you're going to be opening it up to open houses and all those people are going to have their phones, all those people are going to be taking pictures and sending them to their wife or their husband or, hey, look at this one. Okay. If they cannot get good connectivity, that's going to be a problem. And I never thought of that. Yes. Kelly. So you can get those mm-hmm. little boosters. You can buy them on Amazon and that can, they're like, um, they, they boost the connection. So, you know, if you're too far away from the towers or you're too far away from where you can grab onto some Wi-Fi, they, this will connect your house mm. and, and, you know, add these links where people are not going to have a problem. Other things you can do, like, you know, obviously we've talked about the uh, ring doorbell. We all love that. But even things like that whole nest system, you know, look into it. There's a lot of right. things out there, but that is going to be one of those things like the stainless steel appliances. It's going to be a check. Oh, yes. Oh, you know, AT&T works here. Verizon works here. Ring doorbell. That's what, yeah. Yeah. All these little things Mm -hmm. that show that you've kept it up to date. But there is so many people who work from home now. No one's going to want to buy a house, no matter what you're charging for it, if they want to work from home and they can't connect. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, although if you have service, I mean, some areas just don't have service. So, yeah, I mean, my mom's house in rural Oklahoma, 
uh, I can't get a phone signal there. And for a long time, she didn't have any Wi-Fi. And even the Wi-Fi she had, it's so slow because it's just, they don't have a lot of options there. Okay. So I can't, I, I can never move there. <laughs> no, no, I've already, I know my poor No mom. fear of me moving to Oklahoma. No, I know. I know. It's like, I go to but my, but we have nothing against for, Oklahoma or, itself. No, oh, but I, no, no, you don't no, have Wi-Fi. I can't live in that neighborhood. No, it's sorry. just, well, it's, the rest of Oklahoma, I'm sure it does. It's probably just where my mother is. So. Well, can I just tell this little sort of off the beaten track story? We're talking about um, Wi-Fi. So I was meeting a friend at Mod Pizza for lunch the other day, and she was late. So, of course, you know, what do you do if you're the first person there? You take get a seat, and you open up out my purse, and there was no phone. So I'm going like, what? I know. Like, I, I thought, because I always like, I'll work. I, you know, yeah. I can work from my phone. I've got a lot of work to do. And so I was, and I had no pencil or no pen and no nothing to write on. Which so then you I just thought, had to okay, sit there well, and stare at the wall. Lists. Well, you know what? I mean, <laughs> it was a lesson in, okay, let's, and I thought, okay, well, I'm just going to look at the people. And I had more fun watching the people and watching them on their devices. And <laughs> Isn't thinking, it strange time- when you look around oh, and everyone is and on I, their phone all the time? Well, and no. that's interesting see- you say that because down the street from me, I was walking and everyone was just standing around looking at their phones. I mean, a lot of people, not just one or two people. And finally, I asked someone, I said, what's going on? Why is everyone standing here looking at their phone? And they said it was that Pokemon game the pokemon go or whatever oh, oh. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know it was some game that you but anyway whatever that's so what in other words on. the moral of the story is even see i don't think i'm a big i don't think i'm a big user of my phone that much oh I, that i have a wake-up call so even if you don't think you are you probably are and wi-fi is very important when you're selling your home because it's really important to most of us mm-hmm. right and then another thing and this is it's controversial, at least on this podcast, uh, is what kind of countertops are going to help you sell your house? And <laughs> because I do, we right, even mention that. Well, let's just there. call it oh, well, natural say- stone. It's going right. to okay, natural yeah. stone, Check. right? But that's even kind of dicey because the browns are not doing as well as the black and the gray and the white right now. I read that too. Um, I read that to Anita. Mm-hmm. That too well, much of the brown granite is not a good thing. Well, it's just, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's, that's not, well, I mean, like it's speckled, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not selling as well. But that doesn't that mean too. you have to tear everything else no, out. No, we're not saying don't tear it out. No, no, no. no, no, no I know you're not around. We're giving you up. Op- right. But maybe options. you lighten up the rest of it. Maybe you but what the cabinets. I'm sa- what I'm saying is if you're putting it in, I wouldn't go with that because that's right. not going to help you sell it right, right now. But, you know, if you have it, well, you know, we'll just work <laughs> around it. We'll do some other things. <laughs> we'll have some other ideas for you. Let's go into the kitchen. If you're going to, uh, you know, if you're, if you're thinking about designing a new kitchen, you might want to think about having more cabinet space and maybe a bigger island rather than making a breakfast nook. Now, I don't know about that personally, but you know, again, I'm a bit of an outlier in this whole house thing, buying a house thing. But um, people like to see a lot of cabinetry. 
I wonder how the open shelving, like all of that that's now been done, and you know, maybe those houses are going to start to turn over where there isn't a lot of upper cabinetry. I wonder how that appeals like to the next set of buyers. Yeah. I was just going to ask that question, Kelly. I like the look, but uh, you know, where are you going to put that ugly, you know, uh, plastic containers? Mm-hmm. Or, I, you know, I there's think, a lot of I think I think it's a it's a slow train out to be honest with you because it's not very practical if you have you've got to be very careful about what you put there because it can look very busy. I love the idea of it. I just don't think most people can live with it. The good thing about that, yeah. Well, the, just getting back to the open shelving. If if you're purchasing a house that someone has either designed that way or taken out the cabinets that where they're in done open shelving, it's really pretty easy just to put the cabinets back if you wanted them. You know, if you wanted some closed face cabinets or even glass fronted cabinets, but just something with a a front on it, that's pretty much an easy fix. You know, you're certainly not demolishing the whole kitchen just to do that. If they've done this cool kitchen, it's got the stainless and it's got all this great stuff going on and they had some shelves, just pop in some more cabinets. There's a fix. I would give up shelf space for a huge, big uh, window though. Mm-hmm. Oh, would that would think, be worth it for me too. Yeah, I think that I think that that might be. I mean, I'm not. I didn't research this part of it, but I'm just saying. I just get a gut feeling. Most people would give up a little counter space to have. I mean, a cabinet space to have a beautiful, beautiful view or an open window. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today, and let them know your friends at DTT sent you. If you can add more natural light to, to a house, I think that it's going to appeal across the board. Nobody's going to be like, I love that house. It was so dark. You know, no <laughs> one's ever really said that. It was so dank and dark in there. I loved it. You know, so I, they want light. Ke- Kelly, uh, for the breakfast nook, eh, keep the breakfast nook. That's how I feel. That's your opinion, huh? Well, at some mm-hmm. point. I mean, people, that's just my opinion. We actually have the big island and we had the breakfast nook and I'm the one that insisted to the builder that we add that breakfast nook because in our other house, we previous house, we used our breakfast nook every day for all the meals. So do we. And, mm-hmm. but we have such a large Island. We eat around the Island and there's a peninsula. And um, so I, I hate to admit it, but we don't really use the breakfast nook. Much but it anymore. photographs really well. Mm-hmm. Well, it does photograph well. It does. So it's good so for it's a blogger. useful. It's useful if you can take pictures oh. of it, and then then if you have a breakfast cook, then you can start it. And then you just put it on your Instagram then, account. There you go. Yeah. What do you think about these like built-in entertainment areas? I think real estate agents always make a big deal about that. And as much as I like to have people over, I don't feel that for my lifestyle now, having a huge entertainment area would no. really work for me. You know, it, you can only have so much space, right? So I don't know if that would be for me personally, but again, I'm. It's hard for me to judge. Kelly, I'm I think not like all of us are buyer. outliers here. I think all of us are because um, I do have bookshelves on either side of my mantle, but I wouldn't call it an entertainment center. It has my TV in it. Um, it wasn't meant to be in it; it just sort of propped up that way. Um, mm-hmm. But I also think that most people, I think they might like the entertainment centers. I don't know. I think it's more of a real real estate thing, unless you're really. You know, having parties every weekend or you have a giant family and people are coming over. I'm talking about like a dedicated bar area uh, with bar stools and things like that that would be separate from a kitchen. Oh, 
Okay, I'm thinking totally different. When you're saying, I'm thinking uh, like an entertainment area with the TV, with the bookshelves and all that kind of stuff. No, no, no. I mean, that's that's like okay. family room stuff. Now, I'm talking about like a really dedicated place. Like I'm having, you know, 20 people over or, you know, every weekend, something like that. Um, or oh. those media rooms were so hot for a while. I mean, not everybody, you know, that's not going to be something yeah, that works in every single house. That. But that was such a big deal for a while that people were trying to, or turning bonus rooms into media rooms or ter- turning garages into media rooms. I don't know how that's going to fly. Well, it's interesting. So you're talking about the wet, ba- remember the wet bars? We had a wet oh, bar yes, in our old yes. house that was built in the late seventies. I mean, they right. were super hot. Then mm-hmm. they were out, but now I see that bars are back in. I'm like, what happened? Yeah. So I don't know. Are they or are I think they? bars are, That's I read they were. I, I don't I know. Do, I wouldn't do a built in bar though. I think you can get away with really cute, really cute, um, piece of furniture made into a bar. Yeah, a bar cart. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or there a bar you go. Cart. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Here's another thing. I think whenever you do things with your woodwork and um, um, some beautiful features like wainscoting and and uh, beadboard and um, well, those kind of wooden wooden elements in your house, I think the architecture. I think that's always a win. Yeah, adding crown molding, something mm-hmm. like that. Oh, yes, absolutely. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not going to lose your money on that. And your house is no, just going to no. have so much more oomph if you add that. Yeah, and it just gives it a, a character and it takes it from being a like a tract home to something that's really custom made because, you know, most of those things are custom made that you can't um, get away with them without doing some kind of skilled work, you know, to have it done right. So I think that's always a win-win. Yeah, and you can do something interesting on the ceiling, just something to sort of set your house apart. Do the planking, something like that, adding to the structure in a way that's pretty affordable, but it is going to give your house this extra character. And that's something that I think goes a long way, for sure. I know my house was obviously really old and has a lot of that anyway, but mm-hmm. other houses that I've lived in are have you know haven't been that old. But the, you can create it. You can create it. Yeah, and then for your kitchen, painting the cabinets or even refacing them if they look dated to reface, which isn't that isn't as cheap as it sounds. Um, but you can do that, uh, and then that'll give it a whole fresh new look. Here's another thing: if you have if you have um, um, carpeting on your stairs, uh, take, rip it out. Uh, you know, if, if you have just plywood underneath, I, I don't know that I'd rip them out then. I don't quite know what I do other than paint, but a lot of them have a nice grade wood underneath. And, um, we have painted the risers of, of two different sets of stairs. One, our front steps, the risers are painted white in the back. The risers are painted black. And they look really sharp and they had carpeting on them and we ripped them up and, and they were golden oak and we just painted everything. And it looks great. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that because I know in my old neighborhood upstairs, I know some people that ripped out the carpet and all that was underneath it was basically wood subfloor. It wasn't like a plywood wood sub. Mm -hmm. Right. But they refinished it it, or redid it. They painted it. It looked amazing. Absolutely. Amazing. And they didn't, and they didn't put in a new floor. I mean, that's a cheap 
That's a cheap uh, fix. <laughs> that is. Uh-huh. But they had a really talented carpenter who was handling it. So you really need to know what you're doing on that. Because there were, you know, there's but gaps What a in the difference floor. that'll make to yeah. resell your house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a client that I was working with. I was just going to say real fast. And I mentioned to her that that's, that's, she could do that. I mean, she started crying because Aww. she was, I mean, tears of joy because she could not afford to put new flooring up there, but she wanted the carpet gone. So yeah, it's a, it's a nice option. There's something about somebody else's carpeting that's just unappealing. <laughs> yeah. You know, in general. So I think if you can remove that even mm-hmm. on the stairs or as we said, mm-hmm. the wall to wall, I think that will go a long way. Well, this has been fun. I mean, I'm not going to, I kind of feel like I'm going to be the old lady from Pasadena someday in like a hundred years, you know, I'll still be here <laughs> doing my thing, but yeah. um, who knows, you know, I could be, you never know, but it's good to have these thoughts in mind. Um, you know, and if you have real questions about your neighborhood, if you're thinking about any sort of major renovation, or even if it's something like adding a swimming pool or things like that, and you want to know, gosh, you know, for the amount of time I'm going to be here compared to what it's going to cost me, what can I expect when and if I decide to sell my house, contact a local real estate agent. Absolutely. You know, they will come over. They're not going to charge you anything. And, you know, the hopes for them is then when you are going to sell your house that you'll remember them and you'll call them and they'll get the listing. So you can do that and get some real information about your specific geographic area and what's going on and, you know, the market trends and things like that. But keeping all these things in mind, you know, what the general populace is looking for when they're looking to purchase a house is just a good good frame of reference when you're going to be renovating. Because no matter what you're doing, whether it's taking up some carpeting or redoing an entire kitchen, you know, it's it's your money and it's it, it's all costly and it's time as well. So we hope we've helped you today. And remember, we're here to help you, inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Thanks so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, then subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. We're coming at you three times a week, and so we want you to keep up. So head over to any of your podcast listeners or iTunes and just sign up to get notified when we have a new episode. And also, don't miss out on the sales at bespokedecor.store. Head over there bespokedecor.store and sign up for our insider email list. And that way you won't miss a thing that's going on there either. And Anita and I are taking Bespoke Decor on the road. We will be heading to Round Top, Texas to the famous Round Top Antique Show. We'll specifically be at the Blue Hills area. I understand that Round Top is humongous and is going to completely wow me. I've never been before. So if you've never been, maybe this will be your year as well. And if you have been and you're familiar with Blue Hills, then sure, for sure, come and see us there. Let us know if you're coming and we'll give you all the details that you need to know to 
to pinpoint us in this sea of antiques and fabulous things. So we'll be there at the end of September through the the entire show. We're going to have special events at our booth. Uh, there'll be stuff to buy, us to chat with, and cold drinks to be had because I understand it gets pretty steamy there in Round Top. And if I have anything to do with it, there'll be some wine, ladies. So definitely head over and visit us in person in Round Top, Texas, coming up at the end of September 2018.